up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Chum 104.5. Horoscopes. Aries. You pride yourself on your morals, but something will put them to the test. People you care about are involved, and one will get hurt. Oh, no. Taurus. You're going to be fulfilled with your work life and your social life. It's going to be great, too. Listen, life is good today. Gemini. You tend to be the alpha of your pack, but there's nothing wrong with that. Every once in a while, though, it would be nice if you let someone else help you. Cancer. You've been thinking about someone special, and you think that things are going great, and we hope they are. Leo. Leos, let's use our five senses, your needs and your wants and your immediate environment, and there are substantial areas of focus today. You're in some desperate need of self-pampering. Virgo. This is going to be a relationship-focused day, and Jupiter's in your eighth house. That means transformation and sexuality. It's going to help you get the sparks going in that relationship of yours. Libra. You haven't heard from a friend in a while? Reach out and catch up. You won't realize how empty and alone you felt before. Wow, that's a, that's pretty... <laughs> you are so empty, Libra. Sorry about that. You laugh at emptiness. No, I'm just kidding. Scorpio. Uh, Saturn is in your 10th house. That means career, profession, responsibility, helping you see the positive in this massive workload that you have. Sagittarius. Today there will be extra work, but it will be mainly time spent organizing. Capricorn. Mercury is in your 12th house. That means soul growth. And that's going to give you an extra nudge to complete some things that are not quite complete. Aquarius. You want to find more from life and also emotionally. You're going to need to talk to the people close to express your wants. Pisces. You may feel like your love life has taken the backseat with work and friends taking up a lot of your time. Those are the Wednesday morning horoscopes on Chum 104.5. Need to see them again. Uh, they're online right now at chum1045.com slash Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Chum 104.5. Back to the morning show. With Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Uh, question. Uh, I ask everyone all this, this all the time. I'll ask you through the mic. Uh, short week, long week. How's it feel? Uh, this week, for me? It's kind of flying by already. What? Really? This is the longest week ever. Really? Oh, so you woke up and thought it was like Thursday or Friday I, already. I woke oh. up fully ready for a Friday. Oh, man. Sorry. I, I was working yesterday fully ready for a Friday. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, it's Friday. I was like, no, it's not. It's Tuesday. Simone, producer, short week, long week. It's going short. Really? Like, feels like it's flying by already. Oh, maybe this is cough syrup I'm drinking. <laughs> it's just making everything feel large. I just have so many things I keep putting off, too, and I'm like, oh, no, it's already Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you want to slow it down a bit. Mm-hmm. All right. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto? What's trending? Let me know, let me know. Let me. Okay, I know Valentine's Day for a lot of people is like, oh. I roll, okay, me, let's me, be me, done with it. But me, 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 me. Exactly. I know I trust you know what? Normally it doesn't bother me. Yesterday I was feeling it. It just what felt about like it, it changed. Just it just felt more annoying than ever. Like people were either super negative about it or oversharing about it. It just felt really extra yesterday. And I was like, I'm just ready for this day to wrap up. Mm. Usually I'm neither here nor there. But there was a lot of, of stuff going on, of course, in celebrity world. Um Emily Ratajowski. Supermodel, actress. She has a podcast. She does a bunch of things. Um, she was married, just to give everybody a little refresh. She had a baby with a guy. It was really kind of like overnight. All of a sudden, she was in a courthouse marrying someone she said she knew for a long time. But to the public, we were like, where'd this guy come from? They had a child. He allegedly cheated on her with a nanny. You know how those things go. Right. Um, and she since then has dated Pete Davidson publicly. Uh, that didn't work out. But now she's with comedian Eric Andre. He's awesome. Who I 
love, love, love. My only thing is they were posting for Valentine's Day and they've been spotted out vacationing together, making out, all that. They posted some funny photos. He's naked on a, like he's sprawled out on a couch and you can see her naked in the background. They both love being naked, fair. My only thing is that Emily Ratajkowski publicly dates people quite often and she takes a lot of heat for it. And I date people, so I have no issue with that. I just personally was maybe hold back on like the sharing on my personal social media until I know it's like for real. I know what you mean. I feel the same way. I just think that a lot of these celebrity types, they're calculated decisions. This really gets them into the news cycle because right now, all day today, it's going to be Emily Ratajkowski and Eric Andre. All day. And naked photos. Naked. I, I don't think I'm going to post the photo. You're going to have to look for that on your own. But what we will post on our Instagram stories and on Twitter, J-Lo's new tattoo. So to celebrate their first Valentine's as a married couple, J-Lo and Ben Affleck uh, got matching tattoos. Somewhat matching. Similar. Now, I love tattoos. I actually have, I know a lot of people are against couple tattoos, but as someone who has lots of tattoos, I just don't see, basically for me, if it doesn't work out, cover it up. It's a weird tattoo too. I mean, look, I mean, yeah, yeah, if it doesn't work out, it's a small tattoo. Yeah, and I think it's for them, the they've been together long enough, they're married, okay, but it's the tattoo, it's just, they're, they're super rich, famous people, and I briefly worked at a tattoo place, so I feel like a tattoo shop at Chronic Inc., so I, I kind of feel like I know my tattoos now. So how do you rate this it's, tattoo? Horrible. It's especially Ben's. Jen's is it's a far away shot. It's like an infinity symbol kind of thing with a cross or a arrow through it, and then their initials. Hers is a little different than Ben's. Ben's looks like like a drunk toddler did it. <laughs> like it looks blurry. Uh, the it, it's like off center. I, it's just not good tattoo. Maybe Matt did it for him. Maybe. Yeah. Honestly, right. I wouldn't even be surprised if they did it as a skit on like a Jimmy Kimmel or something like right. that. So I guess. I think it's cute. They got matching tattoos. I just think they maybe should have, like, got a better artist is all I'm going to say. Did you like the tattoos? Not at all. I think J-Lo's tattoo, I mean, I, th I feel like she's a little better than the tattoo that she's got. Like, it could have been it, something nice. It looks like the tattoo you get in high school. Yeah. When you fake your mom's signature and you go and get a tattoo. This one looks like, like the, oh, guys, we're in Miami. We might as well tattoo. You know? Right? Like, so... I guess, like, congrats on the tattoo. Just maybe next time, J-Lo, hit me up for tattoo artist recommendations, okay? Sure. I got you. I'm Blake Carter, and that's what's trending. Aren't tattoos like the kiss of death, too? Like, once they get the, the couple tattoos, But that's, I think it's different if you tip. have lots of tattoos. It just doesn't matter at that point. Right. If it's your first tattoo, like this, you can do better. <laughs> All right. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Come on! In, in the morning. My station. Chum 104.5. All right, well, Marilyn called it a day. Um, and I knew that was going to happen. Um, Poor Marilyn. At some point yesterday, she went from sounding like Marilyn Dennis to Martha the chain-smoking lunch lady. <laughs> I was like, what is this? What is it really this? rapidly happened because she was like, okay. And then I, I was like, oh, my gosh. <sighs> but it's the same thing I had last week. And see, here's an observation. And tell me if I'm wrong. I went to, uh, what do you call it, the walk-in clinic the other day. And before I even went to sign in, the uh, person at the front desk was like, cough? I was like, yeah, how'd you know? And then I sit down, and everyone, everyone. in the waiting room is coughing. And then I leave, and, I, and I, I got on a streetcar, and I was like, wait a second. And I looked around. Everyone was coughing. I think there's like a mass coughing event going right now. Oh, 1,000%. In the GTA. Everyone I know has a cough. Do me a favor. If you're listening to the show right now, just text the word cough to 104536. <laughs> If you or someone in your household is coughing, my son two weeks ago sounded like he was like snacking on Newports. <laughs> I was like, what is wrong with this kid? 
I was like, where's this cough coming from? He's getting rid of he's gotten rid of it by now, but I got it. Now Marilyn has it. I don't feel like I've stopped coughing for like the last three or four years. Like, every- like I got one bad cough. And I, you know what's funny is I never actually got COVID. No, me, I didn't get it either. I've never got COVID. I've gotten every single other little thing going around, but not COVID. But this cough lingers. And I actually took a COVID test last week. No COVID. No. Nope. But every this new one now that's going around that isn't COVID, but it's very similar. And it's the cough that lingers. And I asked the doctor, I was like, what is this thing? What is going on? And he's like, I don't know. Every, he, seemed, he seemed like he just didn't even want to talk to me. Because he was just tired of treating people with cough. Are all of the texts coming in? One zero four five three six. Cough, 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 cough. Yeah, like if you're coughing, just let us know. I'll, I'm going to do that throughout the show because I think that there is like a mass coughing event. Going so can on we get Canada. over it now? Like, are we, can we stop giving everyone side eye when they cough, assuming it's COVID? I would certainly like that. Take a pass. We like, yeah, me too, buddy. Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of done now. Like people go, and people excusing it, going, oh, "I don't have COVID. I don't have COVID." Right? That's not a thing anymore, right? I, I hope so. I still feel guilty, and I still try to, like, hide it and muffle it. I'm, like, (laughs) gagging, like, (laughs) trying to, like, stuff it back down. Well, that's what's on my mind this morning. The Canada cough, I call it. The Canada cough. Can cough. (laughs) We've all got can cough. There you go. We have can cough. That's what we have. (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, Marilyn is out, and, uh, Blake, you're going to hang out for a little bit today, of course. Uh, Yeah, I think I I will. All right, thank you. Don't cough out of here as well. Good morning, everyone. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar on Chum. When did the um, the term crazy cat lady become a thing? I'm not sure what year. Is that recent? It's, it feel I feel like, like it's just always been a thing. The crazy cat lady. That's yeah. how they call people. Or they, they also say the lonely cat lady. Oh. And also like guys who like cats kind of get shunned. Definitely. Richie Favalero oh, comes on right after office. He's our resident cat owner mm-hmm. here at Chum. Very cool dude. He loves his cat. The bits. Um, I feel but- like cats are kind of, it's kind of changing though. A lot more guys I know are getting cats because they're just such low-maintenance pets. I actually like cats better than dogs. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't own one because I'm I'm allergic. Hairless cat? Yeah, I uh, uh, am. Like, (laughs) rat cat? (laughs) I'm not sure about that. Uh, But according to what we're reading here, there's a poll that says, in your dating profile, if you have... What? Wasn't it dogs the other day? Remember they said this about dogs? I feel like they just repurposed the article and switched it to cats. Okay, I'll, I'll continue. They say if you have a cat in your profile, you are al- almost 40% more likely to find a match on a social media or dating profile if you have a cat in there. And, and they didn't just pool people that liked cats. People that like were indifferent on cats still said they were into it. I think it's just seeing somebody with an animal, you kind of just go, oh, people- they know how to keep a thing alive. <laughs> What a quality. I'll put a plant in the background. <laughs> Are you a cat person, producer Simone? No, dog person. You're a dog person. I do like cats, but I don't own one. Yeah. Uh, something about cats. They say people who uh, uh, have cats in their profile appear to be more sincere. Uh, they do seem to have a capacity for taking care of people, life skills, and also honesty. Cats. Oh. Uh, cats portray honesty somehow. Funny enough, because they're so sneaky. I don't know what's. Yeah, I need to think about that. I need to think of the guys I know that have cats and see how honest they are. Yeah. Um, Also, 40% of cat owners polled that they'd be willing to date someone, even if they didn't like cats, they'd still be willing to date the person if they didn't like cats as well. So cats, whereas dog owners, if you don't like dogs, they're done with you. I feel like people who are kind of like, eh, about pets, as soon as you actually spend some time, I've never had anyone meet my dogs and be like, no, still hate them. Usually they fall in love. How many dogs? I'm down to one now. RIP to my pug. Oh, It's like one year this today? 
Anyway, yeah, no. Gosh, it's, no, it's okay. He lived a great life. He was a wonderful pug. It was his time. Okay. But definitely I've I've met people or dated people that are kind of like, yeah, I like dogs, but I'm not like you, Blake. And then they spend two minutes with my dogs and they're obsessed. What's the dog's temperament? Uh, the one I have right now, he is like a Velcro dog. He just wants to follow me around. If he could like get inside my skin, he probably would. He's really? attached to me. Is he barky? Like is he when if people first come over, he will, and then he calms down, and then you forget he's there. He just wants to like be stuck to you. Okay, because I think sometimes if people are off put by the pets when you know you come into the house and they start barking at you, or the cat yes. starts like kind of they're they're a little unpredictable looking. And I know a lot of pet owners, and this is a big conversation. Let their pets sleep in their bed, whether it's a cat or a dog. And if you're not a big animal lover, that can be a thing. We're live, by the way. If you, you want to just reveal anything, you know, <laughs> you know. my dogs definitely sleep in my bed. Are you kidding? Ooh. Really? <laughs> uh, that's a topic for another day. Uh, but, I mean, that is a polarizing thing. Some people really, really don't like that. I like uh, animals in a in a dating profile. I'm here for it, except the fish. That is an automatic swipe whichever way, whichever app you're on is no thank you. Okay, now we can't be friends. Oh, because you I'm have, a, a, like, a fish picture? I don't have any fish, but I'm a big water guy. Like, I love fish. Like, if I had a fish thing, it would probably be in the back. But you'd be but... standing there with your fishing rod and, oh, like, no, no, a no, huge... no, 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 no. no. Not that. Yeah, those are what I'm talking about. The guys with those big, I don't know, sturgeons or whatever fish they are. <laughs> the Bass Pro Shop. Shop yes. Shot. I'm good on that. Thank you. Okay. Well, uh, if you're dating right now, let us know, is your cat in your dating profile? And if it is, um, are you still single? Wake up, Toronto. Let's keep it moving. Good morning. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. I'm Chum. Pet owners, I, I, you're going to find these very interesting. I often wonder why they do these polls in the first place. But, like... You gotta, you gotta spend money to do this stuff, you know. Um, the questions are interesting. These are the biggest deal breakers for people who own cats. Meaning, if you own a cat, these are the things that will make them so. No, we can't date. Are you ready for this list? Okay. Cat owners don't want to be with anyone. Number one, if they openly hate cats, that that makes sense. Fair. Yeah. Number two, if they're allergic to cats, that makes sense. Number okay. three, if they live more than an hour away from you, cat owners won't date you. Really? But cats, you can, you can like, leave cats alone overnight for, like, a weekend. A dog, you couldn't do that. Yeah, I, I think this may speak to the type of person that likes a cat, mm. doesn't want to travel an hour. Um, number four, no, excuse me, number five, if, uh, if you own a dog, a cat owner, 34% less likely to date you. Yeah, that's, that's hard to bring those animals together sometimes. Cat owners are, uh, they're partisan, meaning if... If they if they realize that you are with a different political party or affiliation, they won't date you. Okay. Cat owners are actually more partisan than dog owners. That is a bizarre little fact. This is what I'm saying. Like, I don't know why you Whose job was this to pull this? If you don't own any books, cat owners will not date you. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, if you have bad spelling in your text messages, <laughs> cat owners are not into you. That's the list. Cat owners and Blake Carter pretty particular yeah <laughs> spelling a bad thing for you it was like a it's just when it's like an obvious one and then and like sometimes there's a slip up but then when they keep spelling that word that way and you're like oh no honey you think you spelled like that all right okay mm-hmm. um when when pet owners get together do the pets become like the children of the relationship or are they just still the pets <laughs> definitely the children yeah definitely the children yeah have you ever had a custody dis- dispute um, you know what's really happened? I find when at the end of a relationship, guys fall in love with my dogs, and I've even adopted a dog with somebody, and they're always like, I'm going to stick around, and they tr- we try to do, like, joint custody, and then they always, like, fall off. Yeah. 
Um, because a couple months ago we talked about the fact that on the rise right now with lawyers, they're having to do custody battles Definitely. with the pets. Oh my gosh. If someone tried to take my pets away from me, no. No, it would be a fight. Yeah, so um, step lightly as you uh, click on the social media dating sites. Uh, pets come with a lot of love, but they also come with a lot of issues, apparently, as well. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto? What's trending? Let me know, let me know. Let me. Okay, so if Valentine's Day not your thing, maybe because you're single, so you're like, ugh. I guess today is your day. Although I feel like drawing attention to this just makes it even worse. But this says on this article, originally Valentine's Day became a sad singles awareness day for people without significant others. So now they've decided to revolt and take the acronym back. And they chose to empower the statement. So today is Singles Awareness Day. Singles Awareness Day. Sad. Right? And it's, it is kind of sad. And, like, we don't need any more awareness. Wow. We were very aware yesterday. Blake, do you feel targeted? I, I do. I feel attacked. I feel targeted. I don't know how to celebrate. Sorry. I already did all the, the things you do yesterday as a single person, you know? Like, love yourself. Do some nice self-care things. And to be honest, like, I don't, I, I'm okay. I'm okay being single. But I'm like, now Singles Awareness Day, like, that just digs that little knife knife in like i was aware i'm single like we got it like what do i get do i get like half price wings or something (laughs) cheap drinks like if Uh, you do that okay then i'll walk in loud and proud single single awareness day sad this was really cute a bunch of your favorite celebrities got together to do a uh, live reading of taylor swift's we are never ever getting back together for Dublin magazine so we'll throw up the full video on our instagram stories but take a listen see if you can catch any celebrity voices in here Oh, we called it off again last night. That this time I'm telling you, I swear to God, I'm telling you, we are never, ever, ever getting back together. We, we are never, ever, ever getting back together. The emphasis are ever. It's never going to happen. (laughs) You go talk to your friends, talk to my friends. Talk to me, but we are never, ever getting back together. Like Ever. The only one I could spot was Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen really stands out. And Jennifer Hudson, she's in there. She oh. did not understand the assignment. She tried to sing. Okay. It was supposed to be a dramatic reading, and she's trying to sing, and everyone's like, we don't want that. Zoe Kravitz is in there. Margot Robbie. You got to watch it, because there's a lot of people. Brad Pitt is in there. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So a bunch of celebrities doing a live reading of We Are Never, Ever Getting Back Together. I got his name, by the way, too. Kehui Kwan. Yes, he's in there. He's in there, too. I love him. Data and uh, data from uh, Goonies and also Indiana Jones. And now everything, everywhere, every time, every place. Every place. Happening every, now. Every moment. Trending now. It's probably going to win all the Oscars. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I want to see the movie. I just don't know the title. You can check out that clip on our Instagram stories at Chum1045. I'm Blake Carter, and that's what's trending. Sweet. Chum1045. Good morning. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Toronto's Morning Show. Marilyn got it. We watched it go down yesterday. Uh, she just started like all of a sudden like. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. And it I was, was like rapid too. Very, very rapid. You had it when? Um, I, I don't know. I don't even know when it started at this point. I feel like it's been here before Christmas. I had it a week ago. That's why I was out. Really haven't completely kicked it. But then when I went to the uh, the walk-in clinic, I noticed every single person in there. There were no bloody lips. There were no nothing. It was just all can cough. Mary Ann on the line. Mary Ann, you have it too, huh? Oh, my God, yes. It's the worst. 
What, I've had it for like three weeks now. Three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. And this, and you're not, anyone else in your house have it? No. Nobody. Not even my one-year-old baby. Really? Because <laughs> usually it's the babies that pass it to you. Yeah, no. Uh, she started daycare, so I thought maybe I got it from her, but she said, fine. Nope, that's me. <laughs> I, I got it from my four-year-old because he had it first, and he had it, like, weird. I was like, what is this crazy cough you have? And then I was like, oh, all right, whatever. He got rid of it, then it jumped to me. And have you gone to the doctor for, for a can cough? Uh, well, I went to the doctor when I didn't have a voice because I apparently had laryngitis. And then lately I've just been coughing like crazy all through the night. I was up all night for like an hour and a half. Well, well, I was up for an hour and a half last night. Oh, it's the worst. Yes, yeah, same thing. Every did you did you get the inhaler? No. Is there oh, an inhaler? Oh, okay. I, t I told Jamar about this the other day. Everybody with a can cough. Because I got sick, I think, just before Christmas, and the cough is still here. Yeah. And I had to get a, an inhaler. And I was out the other day, and someone saw in my bag, and they were like, not to look in your bag, but you got the inhaler too, hey? It's like a gang now. I, we all have these inhalers. I got the inhaler. Jamar has the inhaler. And it, it, it's great. Well, so, I might have to go to... Yeah, don't tell him, don't not tell trying him, to push drugs yeah, don't, on yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't tell anyone we told you, but, you know, that's what we're using right now. It's an elite but, club now. It is. Okay, well, listen, Um, take care of that cough. Drink some fluids. Uh, make sure that, you know, you're well lubricated and just oh. uh, feel better. Thanks, guys. All right. Yeah, it is definitely a thing in our town right now. Everyone, I was on a streetcar. Everyone was coughing. Everyone's coughing everywhere, every place, all the time. I'm calling it can cough. So if you can relate, you can text can cough to 104536. Marilyn's out with it. But it's uh, it's definitely a thing. I feel like it's more annoying than anything. Yeah, because it's not even it, it's a it's a, a dry, yeah, like, kind of like hurdy cough. But doesn't not, like nothing's coming up. A hurdy cough. Yeah, I don't know. My my great vocabulary, right? Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Channel one zero four five. I would love the uh, the community of parents listening to the show to finally put this to rest. We've got to get to the bottom of this now, and. I've noticed this because now I have a four-year-old, we have a four-year-old, and he's going to birthday parties. And he's getting birthday invitations, and he even had a birthday recently. And we followed the trend. The trend, everybody, is when you send out a birthday invitation to the class or to the, the friends, you say, no gifts. Aww. No gifts. And it's a very simple thing, and it should be very simple to follow. Only no one follows the Oh, role. really? Blake. I, got, I felt bad for the kids, but I kind of get it. Well, there's a bunch of reasons, and I and this is why I want I want uh, I have so many questions. One of the questions I have for parents is, why do you put no gifts on an invitation? I'll tell you why we put gifts no gifts on the invitation. Because there's too much stuff in the yes, house. Exactly. Every month we're going to Value City or whatever it is and dropping up bags of toys. It's like no more toys. The kid doesn't need any more toys, and we only have one. I could imagine the parents that have two, three, yes. four. For all these children, they don't need any more toys. So that's one reason. Another reason is you just want to be a little more environmentally friendly. Okay. You know, why do we just don't need much stuff going to the, the trash? And, you know, you can only donate, buy, or thrift so many toys until they're just junk. I think the other thing is that um, parents are trying to instill values in kids about, you know, being too consumptive, if that's a word. Do you, that's, you know what I ding, mean? Ding, ding, ding. That is my, my niece and my nephew right now. I have What's a five-year-old niece and a two-year-old nephew. Yeah. And my, they, they're both insanely cute, as kids are, and they're very spoiled. 
and they don't appreciate it. Like it's it's at whether it's Ivy's birthday or at Christmas, it's just rip it open and next present, next present. You come to their house, what did you bring me? Because they've gotten so used to just being given things. So they don't appreciate it. And you have a, a birthday party with like 10 to 20 kids. Think about what, all the toys they come. What are they doing with all these toys? Where do you put that in your house? And yeah. the child doesn't appreciate it. Right. When they're that age at all. I know. I, I mean, I, I had to take it back a little bit, too, because I noticed with Kofi, I'd pick him up, and he'd be like, do you have a surprise for me? I'm like, when did we talk about surprises? <laughs> like, do you have a toy for me? Like, why do you think I just have toys? Automatically. So um, we're trying to, like, teach him that you don't always get things. You know, you can earn things. Um, we can gift you things when we're feeling like it's time for a special thing, but you don't just get things all the time. No, and I think it's obviously each parent's personal choice, but what you just said about parents not listening, that I don't like. Yeah, because this is what happens. You put no gifts on the party invitation, and ev- inevitably the parent comes in and they're like, I don't want to be the parent that didn't bring a gift. And then they bring a gift. So in trying to be nice, you're actually kind of not being nice, in my opinion. But I open it to the parent group, the group of people who are raising young people. Uh, give us a call at 416-870-1045. Why, when you put no gifts on the invitation, why do you want no gifts? Just you know, so we can all hear it. Because I don't think anyone's talking about this. And it's happening a lot. Every invitation that our son's getting, the invitation says no gifts. And no one is specifying why they don't want the gifts. So maybe if we hear it, we can understand it. All right, 416-870-1045. If you want to text in, you can text 104536. But we're talking about the no gift trend in kids' birthday parties. When you wake up, when you wake up. Wake up, Toronto. Wake up, baby. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. I wake up early every morning. Wake up. I'm Chum. This is not a mystery to anyone as a parent. It is literally what's going on right now with every single child's birthday. They get the invitation. You read the invitation. You find the location. And then at the bottom, it says no gifts. Sometimes in bold, no gifts, please. Inevitably, you go to the birthday party. And there's boxes and bags of gifts. Mm-hmm. And then you just see the parents kind of sitting there grimacing like, uh, I said no gifts. I would like everyone to share why you say no gifts. For me, we said no gifts because we just got too much stuff in the house. Not necessary. He had, I mean, he's an only child. He's going to be spoiled. We don't need help spoiling him. Yeah, there, there's actually a text, 104536, if you want to send a text. My daughter is 19 now, but she's an only child, first grandchild on both sides, so she needed nothing. We would invite the entire class and note a charity that my daughter chose for donation instead of gifts. That's a great idea. I love that idea. At an early age, you're teaching a child that there's a way to, uh, to benefit things or people or organizations yeah, it's like that if are in need. If your child loves animals, maybe donate to a local rescue and like get them thinking about that if people want to bring something. That's great. Why else are people saying they requested no gifts? Um, a lot of people just the same thing. They, they have too much stuff or they know it's really hard times for people right now. That's a good Everyone's one. Everyone's struggling, That's so it's just easier Can not you to imagine being the family, getting the birthday invitation and you're going through financial difficulties and you just go... <sighs> How am I going to swing this? I don't want to be the parent at the at the party without a gift. Like, it's going to look away. Um, it doesn't have to be that way. But I think the parents that bring the gift, even though you say no gift, ruin it. We're trying to start a movement, guys. What are you doing? Um, anyway, uh, Gurdeep on the line. Gurdeep, thank you for calling. Hi, good morning. Good morning. When you put no gifts on the invitation, what did you mean by that? So, I, I don't do it because I just feel awkward mm-hmm. um, about saying no gifts because in my culture no gifts means 
no box gift, it means money. Oh. And I just feel odd about asking for money. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously spending all this money to have this birthday party at a facility. Mm. Um, I don't not want the money. I don't want the gift. Can you share with us the culture? What culture is this? I'm, in, I'm from uh, South Asian. I'm Indian. Okay. So, um, so I know a lot of, like, you know, in, in what that, that's what it means. Like, you know, at weddings, et cetera. So you don't show up with a car because you have to be explicitly told. <laughs> Um, but in, for like, in terms of this generation of parents who are hosting parties for their kids, um, we have a more to give, I guess, than our parents' generation or first, you know, immigrants. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, I just feel like there's a sense of entitlement with a lot of the kids that I'm raising these days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they don't need things. We have everything they want, we get, or even without them asking. So um, when I say put no, I put no gifts, I didn't really say no gifts. I worded it in a way that, you know, my daughter has so many toys and she's really excited that after three years that she can invite her whole class and have this and it's party. A, and the party is about the people and not about the things. That's a, And that's I literally said that about her friends, that for her friends to be there, for her to be outside of like the school, you know, realm and enjoy at this, at this place that we had booked. Um, Clearly, and... like so many values being instilled in there. Thank you so much, Gurdeep. You see, like this is what I'm trying to say. The parents that think that they're actually trying to be the nicer parent by saying, no, I'll bring a gift still. You're messing up what no. we're trying to do here. We're trying to do some really deep nurturing. We, we have this molding. problem with my mom. What is she we're do? trying, she just keeps buying the grandkids gifts. Yeah. And my sister, my sister's house is overflowing. The kids are not understanding or appreciating these toys. And so every time grandma shows up, what did you bring me? And we keep saying, mom, stop. Like you're making it worse. And she can't stop, won't stop. She's retired. She loves her Amazon shopping and it's nonstop. And I even want to point out, even Gurdip said in their culture, when you say no gifts, you mean money, but there's still a lesson there too. If you give a child money, you could actually teach them about value about currency, about saving. Give them money towards their college fund or something like that. All of that, all of that. All right, so uh, I don't know. Something to think about as you're looking around in those toy stores, disobeying the invitation. My kid is on his third tablet right now. Excuse me? I know, I can't even believe it. I don't I even have one. I didn't. I had one Game Boy, and God forbid if I lost it. <laughs> There's no way. Because every time he loses, what am I going to do? Not give no, him one No, you got to get him another one. Yeah, no, oh. so, so guess what? No more gifts. That's it. Anyway, something to think about for the parents. Now, back to the morning show. Good morning. With Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. The only way to wake up. On Chum 104.5. Can you imagine bringing a gift to Rihanna's child's birthday party? <laughs> what would you even get Rihanna's child? Hi, billionaire's child. I brought you this Play-Doh. Right? <laughs> like, what are you doing? That is pressure. Going you to a celebrity's it. kid's birthday. Oh, my gosh. I need any gifts. I just did a quick Google search of no gifts children's birthday parties and funny enough lauren conrad you remember her yeah of course from the oc yeah definitely lauren has a blog and this is actually a blog post that she said what if the invitation says no gifts is it really okay to show up empty-handed she goes on and on and on but she says quote no gifts they 100 percent do not expect anyone to bring a gift in fact they would be happy if you were attentive to their request uh, whether it's an issue of limited storage space teaching the children values over things or any other reasoning it's never a bad idea to respect the parents' wishes, and even if you feel compelled to do so, bring something homemade like a baby, a beaded necklace or something personal 
that you made for the child. But <laughs> I feel like there's parents like, no, no, we don't want any more beaded necklaces or bracelets. <laughs> Nothing, people. I was thinking the same thing. I love, I love this text here because I feel like this child is a young me. One zero four five three six. If you want to text, hey Jamar, my daughter's birthday is early January, so from an early age, we've tried to teach her uh, time is more important, and she's always asked for no gifts because she's had enough. She's realized that the gifts she gets from friends aren't great quality anyway and not what she really wants. So she'd rather get something like she wants. So she's like, I don't need, I don't need Yo, gifts. Texas, can I borrow your child? <laughs> That's kid... how I feel. I'm like, I just, I'm okay. I'll buy my own things for myself. My kid wants all the junk. Right? I love this. A uh, few people text in with this, uh, whether it's a tenor party or a fiver party. Okay. So basically you only bring a $5 bill in the card. Oh, okay. That's so then the, and the child gets to, you know, stack up all the $5 bills and then go buy one big gift with the $5 or the tenors or whatever Counting. it is. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And then we didn't even think about this, and we're getting a lot of texts now on this. How about the loot bag? Sometimes the loot bags are so extravagant. What's the loot bag again? The goodie bag. Oh, yeah. The gift you give back. So, like, you bring these gifts for the kids, and then you're like, okay, now we have a gift for you as you're leaving. It's a trash swap. That's what these for, parties pretty are. Pretty much. Yeah, like, give me your trash. I'll take it. It's too much. And Smart. you're trying to also keep up with the Joneses with the loot bags because some families have more money and they can do these extravagant, like, big goodie bags. And yeah. then some, you know, they're like, here's a sucker. Get out of my house. Right. And, and listen, I know I sound like I'm, uh, you know, raining on the party. But I just want you to think for a second. If you just exponentially work out all these gifts, all that wrapping paper, all these packages, all these toys that get thrown out over the – it's so much trash. Mm-hmm. We are such a trashy culture. Like we threw, we were just like everything's disposable. Everything can be bought and thrown away. It's really too much. That's my perspective on it, at least. No, I agree with you on that as well. Yeah. But I'm definitely going to do at my adult parties because I don't have kids. Uh, the fiver or the tenor. I like that. Everyone coming to my house, slip me a twenty. Can we have a hunted party? Yeah. Right. A honey party. <laughs> I'm going to find new friends for that party. Okay. And what about the uh, the chum Christmas wish? That, that's a, Actually, that's you know what? There were a few texts saying that. Yeah. Ask for a toy and then donate it back to Christmas Wish. Good stuff. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto? What's trending? Let me know, let me know. Let me. Okay, Jamar, I'm going to let you choose your own adventure. Would you like to hear a new little snippet of Usher's music, or do you want to get right into this med spa? Usher. Usher. There we go. <laughs> okay, so it's been a minute so since we've had music from Usher, and yesterday for Valentine's Day, we got a little teaser with a video with one of the most beautiful women ever starring in it, Lori Harvey. She looks incredible. The song is called Glue, G-L-U. So people are like, is it like Girl Like You? Is that what it's supposed to be? Or is it Glue? Glue? Anyway, here's how it sounds. I just love Ursher. That's it. That's all we get. Firing on all cylinders. I just got right a little there. bit of chills on that. Yeah, he is. He hasn't skipped a beat. He right. hasn't missed a step. Right. And you know everybody wants him for Super Bowl next year. That's like nonstop comments. They're like, he's warming up. He's getting ready. Really? Mm-hmm. I think be- that's just what people want. I don't think it's actually going to be Usher, but lots of people on the internet. Well, he's one of the greatest showmen of our of our time. Um, Definitely. He is the show. And his voice, still there. Yeah. Still got it. Yeah. Getting better. Okay, this is this is a little uncomfortable, and I'm, 
I'm con- I'm confused who thought that this was okay. So um, a med spa that has multiple locations here in our city uh, sent out like a little Valentine's Day promo. And like, you know, med spas, they do a lot of things. They do laser, filler, Botox, um, different cool sculpting treatments that does help get rid of fat, that type of thing. But the email they sent out had <laughs> a picture of like a little a little pig wearing some lingerie. And it said, when your lingerie says Victoria's Secret, but your body says McDonald's. You're kidding me. <gasps> they look at this. They really did this. I'm, I, I, I had to do a double take on this. I'm for real. This, for real. In 2023, someone thought it was okay to send out this email. Also, if I was McDonald's, I'd be like, what are you trying to say by that? Exactly. But McDonald's not going to spend their time frying fries, you know. I do feel like this accurately this. describes me, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, realistically, it's just so funny when things like this happen. I always wonder, was there not one person in that whole company that said, hey, guys, uh, is this a good idea? That's why I think they did it on purpose. I, I, I always think these things are a PR stunt. I think that they're actually just taking the calculator. Because we're talking about it. Yeah. It's being posted everywhere. They're yeah. obviously naming the business. Right. And there are going to be some people who thought that was quite clever. Right. There had to be one person that was like, guys, good is bad. Or bad is good in 2023. Right? Let's just run with it. Oh, my God. We'll clean gosh. up the mess later. And now I'm hungry. I'm Blake Carter, and that's what's trending. You want to eat that pig? Is that what you want to eat? <laughs> Down. Okay. Don't wake up. Mornings on Chum. With Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Uh, Blake Carter in for Azalea, who is enjoying herself down in Trinidad for Carnival. Oh, she's having a good time. I haven't even checked. How's it looking? Uh, the parties look fire. Her outfit's incredible. Always. And the food. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I, 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 I would Azalea. just say the sunshine, too, man. Yes. Like that warmth. And that. Very jealous right now. <sighs> okay, that's why I'm avoiding her social media. <laughs> but she's still here with us to uh, check in for Black History Month. We are in day 15 of February, and she highlights black-owned businesses for us. Take a listen. Continuing on with week three of black-owned businesses that we are supporting, here are five black Canadian influencers that I think that you should follow. Eat Famous is a foodie Instagram page by Ryan Hinkson, showing you some of the most innovative and outrageous eats in Toronto, like massive pizzas, the cheesiest macaroni pie, and most colorful, fluffy donuts the city has to offer. Next up is Shannon Boudram. She is a sexology and psychology intimacy educator she teaches people to be more competent and confident so she says that she's a mix between dr ruth and rihanna so she has made guest appearances on tons of shows from steve harvey to too hot to handle and she has a podcast called lovers and friends definitely follow her shannon boudram she has a youtube channel as well Antonia Fifi is a Trinidadian Canadian fashion expert. Her bio says, relatable outfits with a boho spirit. She puts pieces together that I would never, ever think up in my mind, but she'll definitely have you thinking outside of the box. Fun on both of her Instagram and TikTok pages from family fun to fashion inspo. And a bonus here, she's also featured on the Marilyn Dennis Show. And of course, we have to do a little shameless plug here. Follow Jamar McNeil and myself, Azalea Hart. Jamar posting about his outdoor adventures, whether that's winter activities or diving into the depths of the ocean. Azalea posts a lot about lifestyle content, places to grow around the city, small businesses, and a lot of Caribbean content, especially carnivals, soca, and food. Awesome. Thank you so much, Azalea, for sharing that with us. And I just want to remind everybody, uh, during Black History Month, um, I'll share a story with you. I have a friend in town, uh, a barber. And he told me how he finally wanted to take the step to getting his own barbershop, to getting his own property, to opening his own store. Yeah. And he went to different uh, places that had place for lease, place for sale. And he noticed that no one would ever take his call. Or when they did wow. take his call, they would tell him, oh, uh, no, it's already been, you know, it's already been leased. You know, we got something going on. 
not available anymore. He asked one of his white friends to call yeah. for him. And he had an accent. He has an accent. He's from Jamaica. And he said on the first call, one of the same places he went already, they said, hey, let's have an appointment. Have you come back down and, and take a look? So even though you may not see it, we are still working to undo the systemic Definitely. racism that is, um, you know, just in our society. And if you don't see it, doesn't mean it's not there still. So um, that's why we got to work to highlight our businesses that we would love to see do well because they're part of the fabric of our city. Right? Okay, thank you. Uh, check it out on chum1over5.com and also uh, Black History Month content on iHeartRadio as well. Wake me up. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Chum1045. Get up. Marilyn's nursing a cough this morning, the cough that I call can cough. Everyone has Everyone it. Everyone has it. If you don't have it, someone in your house has it, but it is what it is. Um, let me tell you something that happened when I was in university that might <laughs> date me a bit, but check this out. There was a list called the jerk list, Ooh. and a bunch of girls, made a, they passed around a list of names of guys on campus, and then they emailed it through the campus email around to all the student body and then people photocopied it and you know those like <laughs> those uh those staple boards that are yeah they posted campuses? it yeah, they posted it all over and that was their way of showing people a who was a jerk and who was dating other people who was like two-timing and you made that list i did not make the list. oh i thought, I thought that was the story <laughs> it's not the story are you sure I, w- I was not cool enough to make the oh list okay college. and not that it's a cool thing but it was like you know the basketball players, like mm-hmm. the Juan. I went to Maryland. It was like the Juan Dixons, who who feel, still is pretty uh, in hot water these days. If you watch uh, Housewives. Yes. Yeah, oh my goodness. I, th- I think he was on the list at one point. I love that reference, Juan Dixon. That was good. Yeah, he was on the list. I, well, I'm not surprised. Okay, he what? just got caught again recently. So, yeah, I know. Uh, well, now I guess in 2023 we don't need to like print it and post it on a on a telephone pole. You can just make a Facebook group. Okay, there's one right now called. Are we dating the same guy? And honestly, I'm not a fan of this because essentially you're just shaming people. So are we dating the same guy as a Facebook group where women can go and share terrible guys they've dated? Also, because it does happen where, you know, a guy's dating a few different girls. And, and I've had it happen with friends where you're having a conversation and you realize we're actually dating the same guy. Yeah, It does happen. This is not something out of a Lifetime movie. It really does happen. So essentially this is started to kind of help other women out. So they don't end up with some of these like greasier guys. I understand. But for me, like what's the the vetting process? Because, you know, a scorned lover can just go write anything they want. Yeah. And say that you cheated or you did this or you did that. Well, is there proof? And so if you end up on this page and people are just on there shaming you and trashing you. And you can't defend yourself. That's what that's what I don't I mean, like. there, there are a lot of people with issues. I tend to date them. And um, <laughs> I, I, I dated somebody. And, and there's a lot of also situations where people have not really defined that they're exclusive. Mm-hmm. And then someone decides just because they know that you're still dating and that you guys aren't exclusive, they get really uh, upset by that. Definitely. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I, uh, I, I feel like this should just stay in the group chats with your friends. <laughs> Like trash, trash the men in there, maybe, but publicly. And also, I also think it's funny because women, you know, we don't don't listen. (laughs) It doesn't matter how many people tell you that guy is terrible. Stay away from him. He's known for this. He's known for that. We still date them. I'm glad you said that. You're not going to take the advice from this page anyway. Well, there it is. Are we dating the same guy? Facebook group exclusive to Toronto. 21,000 people in it. What? Almost 22,000 now. Are there any uh, notables on there? 
I haven't joined it. Should I join it? Should I infiltrate the group? Don't join it. You're feeding. The I find beast. all the guys I'm dating on there. You're feeding the beast if you do that. But uh, I mean, good help. I'm sure there are a bunch of people on there who've actually uh, dodged some bullets because they saw someone on the list that they were getting ready to move forward with. You know, uh, tough decision to make. Uh, but it's uh, 2023, very on brand for the time. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know. Let me know. Blake Carter in for Azalea this morning with Trending. Uh, did you see this, that Pharrell Williams has uh, taken over as the men's creative director for Louis Vuitton? I think they couldn't have picked a better person. I thought that was perfection. So um, it's kind of like a sad position to take because of who had it before. Sure. It was obviously held by Virgil Abloh, who passed away in 20, uh, 2021 after a battle with cancer. But I think Pharrell is an incredible choice for that. Congratulations to him. Now I need to get into McDonald's. I've got good McDonald's news and I got bad McDonald's news. What would you like first? Let's start with the bad stuff. Okay, so um, heavily promoted throughout the Super Bowl was the Cardi B and Offset meal. Okay. They had some pretty cute McDonald's commercials together. And of course, not getting it in Canada. What? Why do they do that to us? I don't know. And then they tried They tried to like ease our pain by saying we can now get... Um, the Big Mac sauce in packages. We don't want and the, I'm like, we already have that. We I, want the Cardi sauce. I, I want the Cardi sauce. But okay, so this is what the, the Cardi B and uh, Offset meal uh, comes with. Cardi B's favorite, a classic cheeseburger with barbecue sauce and a large Coke. And the Offset's is the quarter pounder with cheese um, and a large high C orange lava burst. And of course, an order of French fries. Yeah, I want that lava burst. That sounds good. That sounds delicious. Yes. So you can just tip, like, order it on your own. But boo, bring it to Canada. Now, this is very cool, and especially because it has to do with Toronto. So McDonald's is launching a new McFlurry flavor called the Siakam Swirl McFlurry. Obviously for Pascal Siakam. Ingredients, please. Um, all right, let's see. The Raptors, so they wanted to have the Raptors team's color. It's made, this new flavor is vanilla soft serve, hot fudge, and crushed red Smarties. This sounds incredible. Right up my alley. But like you said. Keep the machines working. There we go. So that started yesterday, February 14th. Like that was a whole thing with like people realizing like, you can't get a McFlurry anywhere. because It's a conspiracy theory. Like, what is the problem? Oh, But uh, hopefully we can get the Siakam McFlurry. Is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, the Siakam Swirl. Siakam Swirl. Oh, the yeah. Siakam that spin swirl. movie always does. That's, that's, why, that's probably why they do It's on TV that. right now. It's everywhere. Looks delicious. Yeah. Okay. I might have that for breakfast. I'm Blake Carter, and that's what's Wait, What did you just say? I'll have it for breakfast. I don't care. Yo, a woman of my own heart. Are you <laughs> kidding me? McFlurry's for breakfast? It's Breakfast of Champions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar on Chum. So once you name something, you can identify it. And so far, none of the doctors can tell us what this cough everybody has. I'm just calling it can cough. I think the entire nation is just coughing our lungs out. Everyone. Everyone. I, I, just, I just walked down the hall to use the washroom and someone in the office is like, I want to talk to you about this can cough. There I have is. it too. There it is. So uh, if you're coughing, which I know you are, or if someone in your house is coughing, and I know they are, you're not the only one. And I... I went to the doctor the other day. He couldn't tell me what was up. Marilyn's out with it today. What is this can cough? Well, it's just can cough. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. Um, but rest and also uh, the liquids. Got to stay hydrated because I noticed when I was talking long, which I'm doing right now, so I need to stop. And when I take a breath in, the air would just like dry out yes. the back of my throat. And then it'd be like, <laughs> I'd have to cough. It was weird. Maybe it's just like trying to get everyone to, to shut up a little bit and That's, maybe listen a little there more. There it is. It's the shut up cough. There you go. Shut up. <laughs> okay, just shh. Shish cough. 
That's what we'll call it. But definitely uh, drink something and maybe get the lozenges. Marilyn, hopefully back tomorrow we'll see what's up with her, but she's nursing the cough. Uh, stay here. Richie Favalero up next at 11 o'clock with another shot at Birthday Jackpot. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast Chum 104.5. Podcast.